0: Have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Del
1: Marva. I am Todd from goodcleanfunlife.com.
0: dot I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva, a podcast about life and culture on the Del Marva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. (laughs) All sorts of fun stuff coming up this week. Um, But before that, we're going to be sponsored. We're going to talk about our sponsors. First off, we're sponsored by the drinks that we're drinking. In this case, I'm drinking. And I don't know if I've talked about this before or not. I mean, yeah, I've talked about martinis before. Uh, I don't mind having a martini in the evening or in the afternoon. Um, But uh, I've been using uh, jalapeno and garlic olives in it. Oh, okay. Only because they're left over from Christmas and no one else is going to eat them. Um, And it gives it a nice zing down down at the bottom. So if you have anything laying around, my daughter, Megan, and I'll try to put this in the show notes. She follows a YouTuber who makes drinks out of food. And sometimes they're great and sometimes they're awful. And when I say make drinks out of food, I mean he really just drops food into drinks and lets it sit for a couple of weeks and then sees how it tastes so um, once he did cheese, she said, and I'm like, well, that sounds like a terrible idea. She said, oh, it, it was a terrible idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to experiment, though.
0: So and and this week he's apparently done plums, but I haven't seen any yet. I can't endorse it. But if it's good, I'll throw it in the show notes and then you guys can see it, too.
1: Cool. That's fun. Um, and of I'm course, sponsored. I'm sponsored by uh, bourbon. Uh, And I put a little extra splash of something in that I picked up that was recommended to me. I've been drinking a lot of bourbon crushes uh, recently. And so I picked up the new Jameson orange and somebody had somebody whose opinion I respect had told me that it was uh, worth picking up and, and pretty tasty. Uh, I would say that it is great to, top something off as a, as a splash or have with something else, but having it, uh, having it on its own was a bit too much for me.
0: Yeah. But, and I have such tongue. I mean, there's nothing that can be done about it. People are just yeah. going to take perfectly good whiskey and add sugar to it to try to convince different people to drink. It's the Joe camel of the mm-hmm. 21st century. Mm. Um, but Jameson burned me on either the IPA. They did a, they did the
1: special casks release yeah they did an i p a like... IPA and a stout.
0: I don't remember which one I liked, and I don't remember which one I hated, so I've not tried either of them since.
1: <laughs> I've had the stout and it was good um I have not had the IPA, yeah, i p a but I feel, think, I, f- I think it was that was the one that you were
0: yeah, uh, and the the it. problem even with the stout is it's not so good. I don't remember the one that I liked being so good that it would be worth the chance of drinking mm-hmm. the one that I didn't like. <laughs>
1: I do like Jameson, just plain and simple. And uh, I think it, with St. Patrick's Day right around the corner, I wanted to I wanted to support the Irish side of my my whiskey buying. We're more of a Tallemore Dew family.
0: that's mm-hmm. yeah, what that's what Kelly prefers, and uh, and my daughter Megan prefers it. My dad, it was it was the Irish whiskey. He finally. Started drinking at the end of his life. Someone's outside, they're having an emergency. I hope their arm is falling off.
1: Because
0: mm. that's the only reason I, to beep your horn like that.
1: I don't I don't hear anything. I must not be listening.
0: <laughs> no, I I I so I've been getting a little fancy. Um oh I'm sorry. So this week we're sponsored by Dragged Into the Light, the audiobook. Now, Ooh. if you didn't read it, you can buy it. Um, I'm sorry, if you bought it and didn't read it, or if you didn't buy it and also didn't read it, you can get the audio version. Now it's any place you get um, any place you get audio. If you're an audible person, that means you can use it for your free monthly download. If you'd like, um, if you're on the fence about it, there is a, I'm going to be selling it poisonally, um, through my Patreon, which I'll be opening toward the end of this month or early next month um, in the, in the very near future. But, whether or not you're interested in buying the audiobook from me, which might be pricey, ah, not pricey. There's a lot of stuff that comes with it, but um, that's the second tier. The first tier though, which I'd like to talk about because I'll be starting to put stuff on it today and tomorrow, although I won't release it again until until later this month. Uh, I'm doing an auto audio an audio commentary track, mm-hmm. so for each chapter. I'm going to do a commentary so there'll be 26 separate um or 28 or 25 however many chapters there are uh, commentary tracks that you can listen to and I'll be using audio from the people so you can hear their voices oh, cool. um I'll be doing like there's there are two chapters in the book that had to get cut because it was just too much bananas too much craziness um, <laughs> but I feel like if you're if you're if you're willing to go into the more even more bananas part of sherry's earlier life um i have that
1: so my question is is it more of like a deep dive a deeper dive or is it more like this is these are my thoughts as i was putting this together is
0: it um i I, I think i think a bit of both Uh the way that it's going to work now the way that the way that my patreon is going to work and i'm i finished setting it up today so it's fresh on my mind I'm going to do blog posts. The blog posts will be the free blog posts. And they're going to be like, this is what I was thinking while I was going through the book. It's it's going to be a, that's that's going to be more of like a written thing. Mm-hmm. And the audio commentary is what I think about what I wrote or what I was thinking when I was writing it. And also, like I said, I have so much like in the audio book, you hear me use their words, but I'm going to pull out their quotes Right. Um, And if anyone has read the book, and I know that Todd has read the book, um, there are three guys, Stephen Minio, He's the guy that gets killed and he speaks with two other guys. One guy's name is Mike Hall and the other guy's name is Richard Brown. Um, And I have taken all of their conversations and put them in chronological order so you can hear their entire conversation about what's going on as it's going on. It's bananas. I think it's like three hours long.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And just but how it's, like creepy is it knowing how that ends and knowing.
0: And you and you can hear them. You can hear the bromance begin and mm-hmm. end, you know, in over yeah. the course, over the course. They're like, we're, we're friends. We're going to do this. We're losing. I hate you. I hope you die, you know? Yeah. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's insane. It's, yeah. it's really, it's really kind of nuts. And it's something I feel like. I want to share with the world, but, you know, I want to share it for for a fee um, because uh, I really start to try to earn a living. Uh, I was talking to my wife the other day. Um, I think I may have told this story already. And I'm like, you know, I didn't write anything at all this week. And she said, you wrote three stories that you got paid for. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it's like right, if I'm getting right. paid for it, I don't consider it work. I don't know. <laughs> I have it backwards. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah I, I did my job and I got paid for my job, but he didn't write, you know. And yeah. it's like,
1: don't be, don't be that guy. I, so I, I didn't exercise my passion. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I did no, but you know I'm fortunate. Um, the the two newspapers I work for are general, gener, generous people, and they really do let me do the stories I want the way I want to do them, which is good because. <laughs> That's the only way I'll write anymore, but which is bad because, you know, there's only so many things I'm allowed to write. Did yeah. I talk about the Rigby hotel story last week? I think I did, right? Yes,
1: yes, yeah. Okay, last time. Or two yeah. weeks ago. We we were, I was in Baltimore last
0: week. Right, I just got another nice compliment on that. So anyway, draggedintothelight.com is where you can find all my stuff. I'll have the Patreon thing up there when it's ready. Um, in the meantime, either at draggedintothelight.com or at com, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, wherein I will detail this again when it's appropriate. But I always like to do stuff first here because it makes it easier to write later. <laughs> right, <laughs> like I just right. go like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, those are the thoughts. And now let right. them, let them sit in your head for a while and put them out like a normal person, you know, in another week or so.
1: Yeah. And this is a, uh, this is kind of like writing with the door closed, right? Exactly. And then <laughs> And then after we're done here, you can open the door and be like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yes.
0: That's, that's a very good way to put it. Um, Yeah. And oh, social media. So you can find me on social media um, at by Tony Russo, every place Mm -hmm. and
1: Todd. You can find me personally at Todd to heart on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And you can find the show, which we haven't done a whole lot with. Uh, of, of recent but you can we have an instagram account which is at day on delmarva and you can find the greater media of uh this and all of the other work that we do at gcflproductions.com very cool all right so let's get
0: into the show each week we talk about something cool that happened because we worked here or because we lived here or mm-hmm. a bit of both and um I want to start off with you because we're going to get into the St. Patrick's day thing. And, uh, you've got uh, the big opening coming up and then some festivals and all sorts of ocean city slash Delaware beaches
1: type stuff. All, all sorts of, of, of fun stuff. And actually, as we were talking, you know, right before the show, you're like, what's your one cool thing. And I just go, I always go to like the biggest. And, uh, I did have, I, I did have some notes and some things that I was, I was thinking about. Um, So I I filled up, (laughs) I'm I'm topped off. So we're going to be good to go. But yes, uh, coming up next week is what we consider the start of the season. And it's St. Patrick's Day, it's Dewey Beaches and the Starbirds opening weekend. Uh, This is the first time in two years, of course, because of the pandemic uh, ongoing, Uh, but we'll be back to normal, you know, tent full of people and, uh, live music and drinks and fun and a lot of, uh, a, a lot of good stuff. And it's just, I, I, you know, for me anymore, it's just a, a, a great marker of, uh, good things to come. Mm. It always, it always seems to coincide with Freeman releasing their schedule.
0: Right. It is uh, like f- a pow, pow, pow.
1: And then, and then, and then, just this week, and we'll have to break these down individually. But uh, just this week, there uh, were two festivals: one that's happening in Baltimore, music festivals; one that's happening in Baltimore, and one that's happening here in Ocean City.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That I think will be, uh, I think will be worth checking out. Uh, the first one, well, backing up to uh, Freeman Stage, they are rolling out a number of their acts um we have been in contact with them we'll be of course you know capturing some of that uh and enjoying some of it as well as uh, as we're out of pods and into seated but also blanketed area like general admission more of like what i imagine uh, will be a uh, merryweather kind of style of, uh, cool. of of venue so you know If you still want to spread out or not be near people, uh, you you'll have that, you'll have that as an option and, um, some great, I didn't,
0: I didn't quite get that. And that's, that's, that's makes it a little bit more tempting for me. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the points that they were making, and I don't think people will really appreciate it until they're there is there, they have, they have seated, um, you know, portion Mm -hmm. closer to the stage, but uh the plan is that the seats are gonna be uh spaced more i mean they have they have such a, n- a nice amount of room that the seats are gonna be spread out there will be uh you know there'll be uh walkways that are twelve foot wide uh you know you'll be able to sit in your seat and put your legs out in front of you and people will still be able to walk in front of you so it's not ah, like. Cool. It's not like ballpark seating where, you know, your knees are in the back of somebody's shoulders or something.
0: Right. Like and everybody's that. squished into the same place.
1: Yeah. And I think uh I I'm really I mean, this is this is you know, a, a big season for them and the new venue kind of realizing its uh, full potential. And I think it, I think it'll be I think it'll be great. Shell Crow's coming. Um I was Elvis Costello. Uh, Did we talk about that two weeks ago? Just Elvis
0: Costello because I couldn't remember who was the big act and you named like 10 (laughs) big acts. And I'm like, no,
1: no, no, no. no. (laughs) But uh, I, and, and the kind of fun part is there's, there's more acts to come. Um, So I think I, I'm really looking forward to that, enjoying it. And also, uh, you know, continuing our partnership with them. Um, But, uh, but also in Ocean City, it was announced uh, today on recording day, which is March 9th, that there will be a uh, festival that's put on by... It looks like a, um, a an organi- organizing group out of Austin, Texas, but doing it in conjunction with uh, OAR, which we've talked about on the show. They're a, they're in a Maryland band uh. Uh, or... Grew up in Maryland, you know. Got their start at I, I think uh, uh, Ohio State, um, but definitely hometown hometown kids. And they're doing a, a a big festival on the beach in Ocean City at the end of September. And very know very little about it, except that it's not anybody local who's producing it. <laughs> which which was must have kind gone of,
0: over like a uh, lead balloon, huh?
1: I don't. Well, from my perspective. I think that is, uh, I think ultimately that's a good thing. You know, I, you know, it's not like if you want to have a big festival, you have to go to a big city and hire somebody who does big festivals. Right. You know, and I I think ultimately uh, they will um, reach out to local vendors and local, you know, local work and, and, and that sort of thing to put on, uh, what ultimately ends up being a local feel to it, you know, we're going to want to see if we can get press access. We're going to, you know, see if, if if we can be involved. But it's uh it, like having somebody who's done other stuff in a city like Austin, which is well known for you know big events and big music and and that sort of thing. I think that I think that lends itself to a little bit of credibility. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, it was announced today, so we will see
0: um now who so where did the announcement come from
1: so uh it seems that oar is actually part of the hosting aspect of it so oh, maybe right. this is like a combination of uh they them wanting to do something and uh you know and hiring a group that uh, they know can can pull it off it's interesting cuz we just watched um, a, a pretty good interesting show uh, with Dave Grohl interviewing mo- his mother interviewing moms of other performers That's and fun. one yeah and one was Pharrell who's uh you know f- I not- don't know you, but don't, it's know. Okay.
0: <laughs> you don't know <laughs> you know that I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> Pharrell he wrote the song Happy um, oh I know that song you know that song he is famously from Virginia Beach and he put on a festival in Virginia Beach so, I feel like this is maybe something similar to to that kind of vibe. OAR is going to be involved uh there's a, no other bands have been named as of yet uh-huh. and but they're saying they're gonna play a couple sets throughout the the three day weekend.
0: I wonder if it's like they uh the promoters are were like looking for a host kind of thing mm hmm you know where they're like uh we need someone who who can at least draw in the area and who kind of knows the local scene and knows when and knows if this even if this thing can kind of even go over in a place like this you know right and yeah. that's uh yeah that's that's interesting i know that there are certain people at certain publications that are probably pulling their hair out that yeah they weren't selected to to do this but the other thing and that's you know like that's the kind of thing you could do. Like you, you could, you could do that. Like if you decided you wanted to put put a thing like that on, you could do that. Yeah. But here, uh, I I think a lot of the a lot of like the would be um, alt promoters. You know, I was a member of of one of them. You know, mm-hmm. um, they have they 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 like to have the idea, but they don't like to do it or to pay someone else to do it. They just want yeah. it to happen, and they want to get the money from it. And that's why I think that you're not wrong to say, you know, you're glad that nobody local is necessarily doing it because there's also with that. And this is, you know, this is always going to be my beef against against Ocean City and the beach and the beach generally. They just feel like they're owed shit. You know, like, yeah, I live here. I have a business here and I'm doing this and everyone should pay me for it. And. People who come from out of town are like, I'm I'm here to earn my keep.
1: <laughs> yeah. what,
0: what can I do to make this worth your while so you come back next year? You know, and I think that's a critical difference between the two approaches. Yeah. Which is why it might be more appealing, as you said.
1: For sure, for sure. And I appreciate you saying that we could do it, but we couldn't do it. Well, I mean, we could do it, but it would take 10 years to get to the point where it would be something
0: well, you'd have to front more money than you're probably interested in fronting for a potential, you know, that's not, that's not what, that's not what you do, but certainly, cause you didn't, didn't you do the, weren't you do the pirate thing a long time ago? Didn't the
1: pirate (laughs) birthday party, right? (laughs) Pirate Pirate Rob's birthday bash. No, that, that actually wasn't us, but. Oh, I thought
0: that was you. So that's what.
1: Well, you know, the, the the that's an interesting point because it's a, it's a network of local bands and it really ended up being, more of like a showcase where you know you get you know 300 bands (laughs) to play for a weekend and like and then you have a built-in audience because right because they bring their own yeah because and nobody's nobody's at that point where they're you know pulling so much so like you just have bands listening to other bands Mm -hmm. but that's it it was a good like like scene and and that sort of thing. I think, I think having an outside group who's, who's done other things. And again, I don't, I don't know the group, but it's kind of like, um, you know, the, the first, yeah. Like getting that first uh, one under your belt and seeing how things go in, uh, in conjunction with the town, I think will be, uh, will be really something fun and interesting to watch, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even apart from the entertainment that they might be bringing. So.
0: I'm very excited for that. And you said there were two, right? Did you say there was one in Baltimore? And then,
1: and then, so similarly, there's a very popular festival that happens in St. Pete's, Florida, Reggae Rise Up. So it's a much smaller festival than, say, F- Firefly or, you know, some of the other names that some people might know. I'm sure you don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you it's, know, I, I, it's important to say that I'm not proud of it, but I'm not embarrassed of it. I'm not like one of those guys who's like, I'm never going to listen to anything new. But I right. am one of those guys who's never listens to anything new.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when asked,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh no, I haven't. But it's not. It's I'm not like music today isn't any good. It's just that I'm so busy and <laughs> Christ, there's so much stuff I already haven't heard. If they stop putting stuff out for like 30 or 40 years, maybe I could catch up.
1: Right. But yeah. Yeah. There's like 6,000 songs downloaded to Spotify every day or something like that.
0: So at, uh, at, at night, sometimes I listen to a comedian to fall asleep. Mm. Um, and lately we've been listening to Gary Goldman. I don't know if you're familiar with Gary Goldman. Uh, if, if you're not, he's very worthless. He's very, very, very funny. And he's talking, this is a, this is a joke from the turn of the century, you know? And he's like, I want uh, my phone to have, uh, I want to be able to play music on my phone. And he's like, Oh, all right. So you want music you want the music on your phone? I'm like, no, no, no. I mean like all the music ever <laughs> on my phone now. And I want to know where a Thai restaurant is. <laughs> and, you know, and then he's, he's talking about the new phenomenon of the smartphone at the time, but that's, that's really what it is. It's, it's like, you know, I can, ha- now that I can have any album that, I've ever wanted to listen to, there are already 10,000 that I haven't heard that I've right. been meaning to check out. Right. So I right. don't, uh, I don't necessarily know what's new anyway, Pharrell, Pharrell. No,
1: Pharrell. For, for, no, the, a, a festival popular in Florida is actually moving to a, a small location uh, over by Port Covington in Baltimore city. So this is connected, not connected, but close to Nick's where we do work, the Port Covington area where Sagamore is, um, you know, this up and coming area. So I right. think I, I, and, and this is reggae rise up again, a popular, uh, festival down in Florida, you know, branching out and coming to a new market and, and, and that will be fun to check out. That's a, that's going to be this summer. So that we found that out, uh, this week too. So our, our music schedule is going to be, going to be chock full of of work and uh, enjoyment. I'm looking forward to it.
0: That is super cool. I'm I'm uh, my my summer is not going to be well. My summer will be very cool because I'm driving across the country again. But other mm-hmm. than that,
1: how many times will... have you driven across the country since
0: uh, since, since, since the, the pandemic?
1: pandemic started? <laughs> <laughs> Three. <laughs> This will be my fourth
0: country, my fourth cross country trip in my life. And also since it became deadly to drive across country. <laughs>
1: How about it?
0: Uh, it's, it? It's insane. I'm, I'm we're, we're actually this weekend. We're going to do our big plan. Um, but uh, driving out to Pullman again. And I just, it's weird because I don't like, it's just like I take three weeks off in the middle of the summer. And you know, as I'm getting more work and stuff like that, I'm like, "Oh, I have to remember to tell these people that i i this is a non negotiable kind right. of thing um so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but it's uh it it should be it should be a fun uh it should be a fun trip, but not as fun as you know going to concerts if you like to go to concerts <laughs> um this week, I wanted to talk about first of all, I want to talk about answers to questions. Da, okay. Da, da. Uh, I want to talk about answers to questions for several reasons. Reason number one is if you try to follow me on TikTok, you'll notice that I still haven't posted anything. <laughs> I, I should just do it, but I don't know. um uh, am worried know what about I your hair. To do. I am worried about my hair. And I also I don't know if I want to comment or just read the questions and answers. So we'll do it for here for a couple of days, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Um, and then you tell me, I think I might just read the question and then the answer and then leave it to TikTok to deal with the commentary because that might be the best thing. But I want your participation this week. Okay. I would like you to pick a number between, I don't know, let's say 15 and
1: 520. Uh, I'm going to go with 499.
0: I, I almost left 499 open. Oh, funny. When I, when I checked to make sure that there were 500 pages, <laughs> I'm like, there's no way he doesn't say 499. Okay. Um, and answers to the questions on. Oh, all right. So answers to questions. If this is your first time with us,
1: uh, oh, answers to, go ahead. Answers to questions. I can't remember what, what, uh, what music bed we used. That's okay.
0: This is my favorite one that you're, whatever one you play is my favorite. Um. Okay, so this is a book written in 1926. Uh, I compiled in 1926 from questions that had been asked for the from the previous decade. Sometimes the language is language we we don't use anymore mm-hmm. um, <laughs> such as in this question. Um, and also sometimes the information is out of date because the book is nearly a hundred years old, but I like to read from it and then if we want to talk about it, we can and if we're like eh, then we'll say yeah and, and move along so, Today's question from CL is, question, when is Indian summer? Answer, Indian summer is a short season of pleasant weather in the central and Atlantic coast states, usually occurring in October or November, more rarely in December, and characterized by an almost cloudless day, calm or light airs, a hazy atmosphere, and mild temperature in the daytime, but rather cool at night. It may last one or two weeks and may recur two or three times during the season, but rarely more than twice. Indian summer. By answers to questions. Hmm. Um.
1: That was a very yeah. thorough answer. And well, yeah. I mean, it's important to know. Um, I don't. And not nearly as racist as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I too.
0: <don't, laughs> and I, and you, you guys heard it or saw it live. I'm just holding my breath and. Mm-hmm. And wondering what Todd is going to make me read. (laughs) So I, I, I read the words and say them out loud. I don't know what, I don't know what's coming. So I was a little nervous. Uh, Indian summer is still a weird term because Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, I I don't know how it's descriptive. You know, and of course now with climate change, like we're going to have Indian summer tomorrow. Yes. So um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a useful term. Um, I don't know what's replaced it. There's no way we still people still say Indian summer. I guess people just say climate change. Like it used to be weird for it to be 70 degrees for a week mm-hmm. in December. Now, yeah. sometimes it's 70 degrees for a week in December. <laughs> and and as a result, we're like, oh, and wow, it, climate change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it, well, and that answer almost raises more questions. It's like, why 100 years ago? What was the, what was the evidence or anecdotal or scientific that it rarely happens, you know, twice. More than twice.
0: Yeah. More than twice. That that must be like an almanac-y thing, you know? Mm,
1: Yeah.
0: Like if you read it in the farmer's almanac. Um, So that's, uh, that's my answers to questions. And I may do a TikTok. I may not do a TikTok. I really can't. I wish I could do a TikTok and then not have to worry about it again. But yeah. my concern is that either people will notice or not notice. And then I'll have to either be frustrated that no one notices or beleaguered that lots of people.
1: Notice. <laughs> Everybody knows.
0: Yeah. And there's not a there's not a good answer for me. But I think I, I might just start putting them out there if I just read, read those, uh, read those kooky things. Because
1: you could start with reels. You know, that's kind of like the the Instagram soft, reels yeah the soft uh, onboarding for TikTok it's, it's you know very similar
0: you know what i like about reels mm. it doesn't start the second i open instagram <laughs> that's huge yeah it really is i i if i were if i were a cartoonist an editorial cartoonist i would do a cartoon of someone opening tiktok and being like "Rah," and closing it like they do it they open the box and they're like and it's like they close the box you know uh that's uh that's my my biggest trouble with tiktok is that i opened it up and then i'm like it's just it it makes me feel more tense and manic i can feel yeah i can feel the pressure you know (laughs) From the moment I open it,
1: and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. Um, I think we should just do middle aged guys talking about TikTok. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We'd have to watch TikTok. And the other, all right, sure, I'll talk about TikTok. The other, I also have this problem with Snapchat. And I think we've talked about Snapchat before. When I open it up, it's like, oh, you're 50 years old. You must want to see mostly naked 20 year olds. And they're like, right. what? Like, <laughs> what in my search? It's not even an algorithm. That's I, like, you know. I, know, I know, but, but, I wish they would be better at spying on me because you know I <laughs> check my search history. That's just not my thing. <laughs> you know, knock yourselves out. Right. Right. You know, there's the 20 year old hotties is not typed in my <laughs> search bar ever. You know, right, it's just right. not, I have my daughters are 30 for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's that. I'm, we ran out of time before even I got to go off. I, I guess I talked about my Patreon a lot in the beginning. That's probably why it's rare that it's rare that you put up
1: the put up the uh, show on your shoulders and carry it around. But you did it this week. Hey man, that, you know maybe uh, maybe t- taking a week off gave me uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you you're like all
0: <laughs> gave me the strength.
1: Yeah. I still have more stuff. I'm going to cross off what I what I talked about um, this week, and we can talk about uh, the other stuff next week.
0: Yeah, because next week is anniversary show. It's not actually really? on today, is it? It's it's Thursday, St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. Um, only because are you going? I you're going to the parade and taking pictures and all that, or
1: yeah, parade Ocean City parade is Saturday. Oh, right, it's always uh, on Saturday. And then and then opening weekend is starts on St. Patrick's Day and will run through Sunday.
0: Okay, and for listeners and also for me, not that I'm coming, but listeners may be coming. Um, which Saturday, the 12th or the 19th
1: Saturday, the 12th is the ocean city parade. Okay. And is that opening weekend? And then opening weekend is the 17th through 20th
0: legitimate St. Patrick's day. Yes. Oh, cool. Well, then we can talk about the ocean city parade and then, um, Mm -hmm. push opening day again on next week's show. Perfect. Very cool. And until the, until next time, then, uh, I got nothing else. How about you?
1: I got nothing. All right. Well, remember, at the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it is.
0: Cheers. Day Drinking on Delmarva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by Dumb Luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week.